welcome to Holistic, a podcast where we learn about Jesus from head to toe. We know that he is with us, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I really enjoy recording this podcast, you know, I'm always excited to do it. And so I'm so glad you're here. You took the time to listen. And I just pray God would just bless you for that. So I just wanted to talk a little bit today about praying. I've talked about that a lot. But I just think it's so important to remember to be praying. And so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit again. Um, I just encourage you, I hope that if anything, after listening to this, that you would be encouraged and strengthened in the Lord because that's what this podcast is all about, right? I talk about the Lord because He is good, and I hope you know that. And so I pray that you have some hope today after listening. And you're reminded of the goodness of the Lord, that He is great, and He's greatly to be praised. So when I'm recording this, it's August, and uh, my kids just started school, the first day of school a couple days ago. I've got a middle schooler, and I've got a high schooler. And it's always a little bit hard. I mean, I, I would say there's this little part of me that I think a lot of parents, you know, there's a lot of joke videos like, oh, you're so glad your kids are going back. There's a little part of me. I'm I'm looking forward to a little more really, you know, alone time with the Lord. I'll be honest, I, I don't have that as much in the summer. So I am looking forward to that and just a little more order and um, quiet as I'm doing some things. <laughs> but I do, I miss the kids and I always worry, you know, especially when they first start, I'm always worried that, you know, I envision the worst happening. They'll be lost. They'll be stuck in the hallway crying and they're going to feel alone and not have friends and things like that that we can worry about. And I also, I just miss them. You know, I, I do miss being around them and hanging out with them. And it still feels really strange even after all these years of, like I said, having a middle schooler and a high schooler, letting them kind of go with strangers for, you know, seven, eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, you know, during school. Um, you don't really know their teachers, you don't know everything they're learning, and you just worry. I, sometimes I wish I could be with them. I wish I could be a fly on the wall. I don't know if you're like that, like just kind of see what they're like or what they're doing in their classes. I always hope they're being nice to people and they're not bullies or anything like that. But, you know, we we can't do that. We're not, can't be helicopter parents, can't go all the time. But, you know, as I was thinking about it, it was like the Lord was reminding me to be praying. So instead of worrying, you know, we have to be praying and standing in as an intercessor, meaning praying for them. And I actually have these two bracelets that I'm wearing, and it reminds me to be praying for them. So it's a really good thing I got these bracelets for them as they started school. Now, my son is not wearing his. My daughter is wearing hers. I wasn't sure he would wear it, but it's um, it's like Morse code. So essentially, I have one that says daughter and one that says son, and then there was a, a mother bracelet that went along with it so my daughter's wearing the mom one so it's kind of sweet but it it reminds me when I look at the bracelets to be praying for them and remembering to stand in the gap and so we need to be praying for our kids and our spouses and just people in general maybe you don't have a spouse or you don't have kids but you know praying for our neighborhoods and our cities and our nation and um, standing in the gap for those who maybe don't have anyone praying for them. And so often, you know, I'll I'll speak for me, I have the wrong attitude. You know, I might be judgmental to somebody. I see them out. I don't know them. Oh, what are they doing? Well, instead of doing that, how about I pray? 
How about I say, Lord, you know, it looks like this person's having a hard time. Lord, would you help them? You know, my mom did that just a couple of days ago when I was telling her about a child that I had seen coming out of my daughter's school. And I, I didn't think real mean things, but, you know, when I just said, oh, you look like he's having a hard time, she's like, well, let's pray for him. And, and she did. She prayed for him. I was like, yeah, that's really what we need to be doing more. And, of course, the enemy, the devil, he doesn't want us to do that. But that means we do it even more. We fight even harder. And I love this video that my sister posted the other day. It was um, a bunch of hyenas and you know how loud they can be making their little laughing sound. And they were going after this lioness. I think it was a lioness. And just kind of attacking her, you know. And she was oh, all alone. And then the pride comes in. And they're getting those hyenas out. And the meme for the video was like, when your prayer warriors show up for you. And I just love that because that is such a great visual. When we're praying, that power that comes, right? It's that supernatural power. We're not just praying in the air. We're praying to God, the creator of the universe. And I have felt that power. I don't know if you have, but just you know when people are praying. You just feel it. You feel empowered. You feel like, whoa, I don't know how I have this peace or this calmness. And then you think, okay, yeah, people are praying for me. And so that's what we're doing when we're interceding for people. We're praying for them. We're, we're fighting for them. We're fighting with them. And so often, you know, we tend to worry. I'll speak for me. I tend to worry more than I'm praying. But that's not the right attitude. And we're walking around and we're holding on to things that we need to be giving to the Lord. So instead of praying, we're holding on to it and we're getting this weight and I was thinking about that the other day, you know, I love that visual of the hyenas and the lions. And also, I had this visual the other day, which I'm a visual learner, maybe you are too. I feel like the Lord does that a lot for me, but I was holding a laundry basket and it started to get kind of heavy because I was talking to my mom. And I was like, this is how it is, because her and I were talking about, you know, just cares of the world. And I was like, well, here we are, we're holding our, our problems and our cares and it's getting heavy and we need to just set it down give it to the Lord and say, God, I can't do it. You know, you, you're in control and help me, Lord, help me to know my part. And my sister and I were kind of talking about that the other day and, you know, just how fears can kind of come and you're trying to figure it out. And she was asking, Lord, you know, why, why do we have the, these kind of fears? And you know, it was like Jesus reminded her, I nailed it on the cross. You know, I took this, you don't have to hold it. It's, it's too big. It's too much for you. And so what do we do? We, we speak the words of God. We speak scripture against the enemy, against these things that he tries to bring our way. And he has to flee because there is power in the name of Jesus where every knee will bow and tongue confess that he is Lord. And so we, we give our cares to him. And instead of worrying, we're praying. And we're believing that God is with us. And that's why reading scripture is so important because it changes our focus to him and, and who God is and the greatness of God, that he is great and greatly to be praised. And I've mentioned the Psalms. I think they're so great because so often they're just pointing to God and they talk about creation and how big he is and wonderful he is. And it reminds us that he's bigger than our problems that we're trying to hold and carry around in our laundry basket, right? And so I want to read a psalm to you today, Psalm 96. It's a song of praise to God coming in judgment. He will come in judgment. That's a part we got to remember that we are to, to worship the Lord. 
and not this world. Put our hope in him and praise him. A song of praise. Let's be praising the Lord and focused on the Lord. Giving our problems to him and praying to him because he's on the throne. Nothing else, no one else. It's only God. He is on the throne. It's all about him. It's not about us. It's not about people. It's not about things. It's about him. So this psalm, Psalm 96. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation. And it is good news. So the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. His wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. Let me say that again. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. God will judge. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord, for he is coming, for he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. So we sing to the Lord a new song. We proclaim his good news of salvation. We declare his glory and his wonder. He's great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared. So we honor him. His strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. All glory belongs to him. We worship him. We focus on him. We pray to him. We don't carry the cares of this world, but we Come before him humbly and we cast those on him. I love that God, he takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for good. You know, the enemy is coming. He's, he's wanting to mess with us, right? And you have such hope, hope in the Lord. So if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. You're a child of God. Scripture tells us that. In fact, let me read that. That's found in Romans 8. Let me find that. Romans 8, uh, 15 to 17. It says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So if you believe in Jesus, you are a child of God. And if children, then you are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, 
that we might also be glorified together. So there might be suffering. There's suffering if you believe in Jesus. But we will be glorified together one day in heaven, totally glorified with Jesus Christ. And I had looked up that word before I wrote my Bible here, that spirit of bondage. What is that? It's a slavish spirit. It's that spirit of fear. It's that uh, opposite of freedom. And the Bible tells us where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So we have freedom in Christ. So there's the opposite of that slavish spirit. It's that spirit of freedom, the spirit of adoption there, which is the freedom in Christ. We are adopted by God through Jesus. And so if you believe in Jesus, you are a child of God. But beware, when you are a child of God, the enemy doesn't like you. He hates you and he wants you to fail and he doesn't care if you maybe you're already feeling sick. He'll use that. He'll add some more things. So don't think, um, if I believe in Jesus, all my problems will go away. No. In fact, they might increase. But <laughs> take hope. Take courage there because Jesus is fighting with you. He's coming in. He's like those lions. And he's fighting the enemy and his demons. He's fighting them with you. You're not doing it alone. The battle is the Lord's. Maybe you're somebody today, though, you don't know Jesus Christ. You've, you've never asked him into your heart. And so I just want to pray over you today that today would be the day that you would come before Jesus. Just as you are, with all your mess, with all the baggage, it doesn't matter what's happened in your past. It doesn't matter who your dad was or your mom. Maybe you didn't have your dad in the picture. Maybe you've done some really awful things. Maybe you've spent time in prison or you've been a drug addict or you still do drugs. There's hope for you. You're just right for Jesus. Nothing you've done is too much that Jesus can't handle it. See, he died. He nailed that on the cross when he died on the cross. He died when we were yet sinners. So nothing you've done is too much for him. Come before him today. Today. And maybe you're somebody you... you would say you're a Christian or you say you know the Lord, but you're not really living for him. You're just kind of going through your everyday and you don't feel this peace and freedom that the Bible talks about. It is available, but we have to remember to come to the Lord and spend time with him. If we never spend time with him, we don't pray, we don't go to church, we don't spend time with believers. We're just doing what we want to do. We're walking in sin. We're not going to feel the freedom. We got to be all in. And I understand that, you know, I'm a Christian and I do pray and I pick up my Bible and I still struggle. It doesn't mean you won't have any struggles as it says there, you know, if indeed we suffer with him, we suffer with Christ. You're going to have suffering, right? Especially if you're walking for the Lord and you're doing what he wants you to do. You're going to be different from people. And yeah, the enemy doesn't like it and he's going to come in. He's going to mess with you. But what do we do with that? We turn to him and we remember who we are. And yeah, maybe you're somebody, you've been walking with the Lord a long time and you're still struggling. Well, take heart there. Don't get discouraged. Keep going to the Lord. I pray that you are. And that you would remember today that you are a child of God. I want you to say that with me. Now, let's say it together. I can't hear you saying it. I'm going to trust that you are. Let's say it together. Let's say it three times. How about that? I am a child of God. 
I am a child of God. I am a child of God. And keep saying it. Pause this if you need to. Say it some more time. Say it after I'm done. Say it today. Say it tomorrow. Keep saying it and believing it. You know, there's power in what we say. I think too often, I know for me, I talk negatively. But we need to be talking the words of Christ and remembering these things. You know, we do have favor from God. If we're a child of God, he's with us. Jesus is inside of you if you believe in him. It's, it's a great mystery. But the Holy Spirit comes inside of you. That supernatural strength. Jesus is with you. So you don't have that spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have that spirit of adoption. When we cry out, Abba, Father, when you cry out to him, you have that spirit of adoption. You were his. You're his. You're a child of God. But remember, you're in a battle. You know, we can get complacent and we forget that we need to be fighting. You know, I wish I could say to you, oh, you get saved and you just all be good. Not until heaven will everything be perfect. You know, you might have to fight. There might be some some dark days. You know, the enemy, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like you um, standing up for the gospel, having a testimony, sharing it with people, encouraging people, reminding people that there's hope. He doesn't like it. And so you are a battle when you get saved. You become a warrior. And let's remember that, that we are in a war. But we don't have to be afraid because Jesus is with us. He is with us. And so be praying. Be an intercessor. Keep believing in Jesus. And and maybe you're in a, a really hard place right now where you're thinking, I, I'm, I'm not praying for other people. That just sounds like one more thing. And I'm so overwhelmed. And I, I need people praying for me. And so we've all been there. I've been there. And I know what that's like. So that's why it's important when we're we're doing okay to be reading and and hiding the word in our heart for those times. You know, I've talked about it and I remember a few years ago when I was so overwhelmed with panic and anxiety and fear, even as a believer, right? That's what I'm saying. The enemy messing with me. Oh, nope, God's not with you. He wants you alone. And I, I would try to say scripture, pick up my Bible, and I just couldn't even do it. I, I look back, I couldn't even say the scripture right. But that's okay. God knows your heart. He saw me calling out to him. I knew where to go, even in that hard time. I knew who my um, helper was, where my help comes from. It's Jesus. So even in that hard place, maybe you're in a really dark time, continue to call on him and believe that he's with you, even if you don't feel it. It's okay, we've all maybe been there at some point in our life. You know, the saying, either you've just come out of, a, out of a storm, or you're in one, or one's coming, you know. Life is hard, it sometimes hits us out of nowhere. And so maybe you're in a hard place, and you need somebody praying for you. Right now, you can't be that intercessor, and that's okay. So call on someone, ask for help. Know that you're not alone. I pray you have somebody you can turn to. Who you can say, I just need you to pray for me. I'm not doing okay. And if not, I hope you're in a place, you know, where I, like I am, there's a lot of churches around. I pray you could find a church and you could um, ask somebody to be praying for you. Or maybe you could meet with somebody. You know, the enemy wants us alone. 
But that's really the time we need to be with people more and asking for prayer. Don't be ashamed to say, hey, I'm having a hard time and I just need some prayer right now. I'm, I'm feeling afraid or I'm feeling alone, whatever it is, you know, ask for help. Ask for prayer. That's where those prayer warriors come in. But maybe you're somebody, you know, you're in a, a little better place right now. And so that's where we need to be praying for others and looking around, you know, and having the right attitude. You know, is somebody struggling? Let's not, you know, and I'm talking to me here, be critical, but be praying. Oh, God, they need you. They're they're hurting right now. So instead of me looking at them and going, oh, what's wrong with them? And, oh, they should be doing this. Let me pray for them instead. Let's have the right attitude. And Jesus reminds us of that. <laughs> Isn't he so good? How he does that reminds us. You know, be looking for the good in your life. You know, it's sometimes it's hard to do that. It's harder than other times. But there's a scripture I just read the other day in Ecclesiastes. Take delight. In each light-filled hour, remembering that there will also be many dark days. And so, yeah, there's going to be dark days, but we take delight in the light-filled hour. We look for the light, and we have to remember, you know, our days are short. <laughs> we never know if today could be our last day, and that's not meant to, to scare you or, or be discouraging, but just to remind us to to keep looking to Him. You know, we're told to meditate on anything praiseworthy and so I just encourage you to do that today you know look for things look for the light look for things that remind you of who God is because he's in the everyday look for him look for him in in the small things you know um I've mentioned my love of rainbows so you know I'm looking for rainbows maybe you love music put some music on maybe you love to dance dance that depression away you know, sometimes I've had such um, bad anxiety. You know, it's suffocating. You know, you feel like you're going to die and you don't understand it. Maybe you have that as well. But when I change my focus, and sometimes I, yeah, I put worship music on and I have a little dance party. It probably looks a little scary. <laughs> but then I'm like, whoa, you know, there's this release. There's freedom in that because then I'm like, oh, that's right. It's not about me. It's not about my fear. You know, maybe the enemy is messing with me, but it's about Jesus. And, and my focus has changed. And sometimes there's such freedom in that. You know, we don't always get instant peace. But like I said, we're in a battle. And so every day, you know, I'm snapping my finger. It's like we keep doing it. You know, we keep working. We keep moving. We keep walking. We don't give up. There's this rhythm to life. So every day we get up and the enemy doesn't like it. But when we make it another day and we get out of bed, I heard something, I was like, I can't remember who said it, but it's like, you get out of bed and it's like, oh, the devil's like, uh, not again, you know. It's like, yep, here I am again. Here I am again, devil. And I'm, I'm fighting and I'm believing in what Jesus says. And what does he say? If I am believing in him, then I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. In fact, let's say it again. Let's say it again. I am a child of God. Say it with me. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. One more time. Make it a good one. <laughs> I am a child of God. And if Jesus is in you, 
then the devil, he has to flee. Resist the devil and he will flee. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. If you're a Christian, you're in a battle. But Jesus is fighting with you. It's not your battle, it's his. And I pray if you don't know Jesus, today would be the day that you would jump in and you would know that he's fighting for you. That you're not on the throne. That you're not in control, but he is. But you have a part to play. And we need to remember to be praying and coming to him and fighting or asking for help in our fight if we need it. Humble ourselves and do that. So thank you so much for listening today. I pray that you're blessed and you have a wonderful day or evening. Take care. God bless you.